passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beard. Let's get to it, New York. Uh, we'll wrap the show talking about uh, this NBA regular season that is three months away. It now has a big wrinkle in the early part of the slate. The NBA unveiled uh, details for its inaugural in-season tournament. The World Cup-style competition will feature all 30 teams split up in a total of uh, six groups, three in the East, three in the West. Group play will begin November 3rd. It will take place every Tuesday and Friday of November. The teams with the best records in their group will advance to the knockout stage. Then there will be two wild cards that will be selected among the rest of the teams. That will be selected by the teams that have the best records that don't win their group. So you'll have the six group winners, then the two wild cards from each, uh, you know, one from each, one from the West, one from the East. Then you'll have your quarterfinals beginning December 4th and 5th. Then you'll have the final four, which will take place in Las Vegas, Nevada, December 7th to the 9th. Winning team, they'll get the first ever NBA Cup. $500,000 will be awarded to all players. Uh, runner-ups uh, will get $200,000. The Knicks are placed in Group B. It is a group that includes the Milwaukee Bucks, the Miami Heat, the Washington and the Charlotte Hornets. So, Tommy, a lot of discussion about this in-season tournament now that we know all the details as of right now. Are you a fan of the new in-season tournament? Yeah, I guess I'm on the fence a little bit. Um, I'm not. I'd, I'd be lying if I said I was overly excited about it. But I'm, I'm looking forward to kind of seeing how it plays out, what it has to offer. Um, I'll fully admit that I was a, a little bit hesitant about embracing the play-in format when they kind of expanded that um, a couple of years ago. I think it's been a great job by the league. So I'm definitely happy to give Adam Silver and company the benefit of the doubt. 
Um, and I think it'll be fun, you know, give us, you know, fans a little something more to talk about. Um, I think there's some some interesting potential there for, um, you know, guys getting a feel of some pressure moments, young teams and, yep. you know, and all that good stuff. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm happy they did it. Um, I'm not sure how big of a success it'll be, but um, yeah, I, I am I am uh, cautiously optimistic that it'll catch on. Um, I, uh, how you feel? I am all in on, on the in-season tournament. I acknowledge that it is not perfect. I acknowledge that there probably needs to be bigger stakes. I think that that will come. So maybe I'm being naive with that, but thinking that that will come, I'm not going to freak out that there isn't something more on the line. Uh, I would put a lottery pick on the line. I maybe put a potential playoff spot on the line. And I think eventually that will happen. I know in the ESPN reporting they had over the weekend, um, they said that that was something that was discussed, putting a playoff spot on the line. They elected not to do that. Uh, makes me wonder if that will be something that they comes up maybe in a future uh, iteration of this tournament. But I'm all in. Like, we have, you know, even outside the, you know, the soccer example where they talk about the FA Cup, which is the – uh, this this cup that happens among all the teams in England. It, it, and and essentially, it's a tournament that involves not just the Premier League, the top league, but all the leagues. And they all play in a tournament, and anybody's eligible to win. It's not an apples-to-apples thing that the NBA is doing because the NBA is not including the G League. It's not including, you know, uh, any other minor leagues, just including themselves. But I think a better example is really what we see with college basketball, with the uh, season or early season tournaments that we see. Now we invitational, preseason NIT, uh, you know, the, the night invitational. Like, those are really good events. Like, those are events that people get excited for. Those are events that uh, produce marquee matchups early in the season. And I don't see why this can't kind of have that effect. It's the start of the NBA season. People are just getting in, into it. They may watch the first week of the season, and they kind of tune out because it's football time. Well, maybe this will be something that they can get them going. You know, maybe the group play won't be as exciting. But once you get, I think, to a quarterfinals, you know, there's something on the line. I think that you'll see teams play well uh, or play, play, you know, seriously, not going to play like the NBA finals, but they'll they'll give a good effort. They'll put the game together. And I, I think that this is really interesting. Like there's we, we can talk so much about how the NBA regular season is, you know, outdated and needs to be updated and, you know, we need to find a way to get the regular season means something like I, I, I was a little taken aback at how many people were so angry <laughs> when they said announced that this was happening and announced the details. I'm like, you guys complain all year about how terrible the NBA regular season is. And here they're doing something new, innovative, different. And then it was like, Oh, I hate this thing. I'm like, well, what do you want? I mean, do you, do you, what, what do you want? You want them to play an NBA playoffs for 82 games? Like that's not possible, Like they're trying to give something here. And I'm excited about it. I, I want to see how I want to see how this thing shakes out. I think this is going to be one of those things that people complain about today, and then it's going to happen, and we're going to be in December talking about man, those like games in Vegas ended up being pretty fun, and it's going to be like, yeah, of course they were. Like, why did we think this was going to be whack? I don't understand it. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think those people are just looking for anything to complain about, you know, like anything that that's. But one thing I was a little bit surprised about was that that the the. the to be an early December. I thought they might try to space it out a little bit for after the end of the NFL regular season, so that be yeah. you know that little there's a little lull uh, kind of feed into that. But you know you can't really avoid that the NFL completely because it's going to go into February, and that now you're talking about three quarters of the way through the season, and now you're closer to the NBA playoffs. Um, so they didn't they didn't really have much you know wiggle room there. Um, but yeah, no, I agree yeah, with my, you. I my think, think my my thought was they were probably trying to avoid 
having this anywhere around Christmas. Um, True. I think they probably want Christmas to be its own thing, its own showcase. Uh, So, like, how do you, so, like, how later can you do it after Christmas? You know, can you do it at, you know, right before the All-Star break? That might be a little late in the season. It's like, it was a tricky game they tried to play. I agree. I think it should have been a little later. But I think that's what they were trying to avoid was anything maybe handicapping or, or, or messing with the Christmas slate they're trying to put together as well. Yeah, I wonder I wonder if they considered playing the final four games on Christmas Day, you know, maybe maybe Oh, that could have been interesting. You yeah. know, and then and then, you know, maybe New Year's Eve play the you know, New Year's Day play the, the championship game. I, you know, they, but again, this is their they're they're just mess, you know, this is the first iteration of it. They'll you know, learn some lessons, you know, see how they can improve, see how they can advance and all that, that type of other stuff. But um, I think it's a credit to the, again, worst case scenarios. It doesn't work. And you go back to what you've done for 70 years. Right. Um, but so I credit the NBA for, for being forward thinking um, again to, you know, to, to the people that, you know, have, have spoken about it. The, the you know, the, the, the soccer style tournaments are a huge success. They are uh, in England, in Europe. Um, they generate a ton of interest and excitement, and and uh, and tension and rivalries and and all that other stuff. So um, I don't really see how this, you know, how, how this can fail. Um, or, you know, some people aren't going to be interested. In it. Some people don't tune into the NBA till after the NFL season. Well, you know, so be it. But there are a lot of us that, that love every preseason game. So this I is know. Support, so yeah, I mean, I've I've been one who doesn't, and I don't know if it's because I think. I think the problem is because you you and I are not casuals. Like, I I don't like see I don't sing this chorus about the NBA regular season being so terrible. Like, yeah. I guess for me, like, I guess that comes from people who are like waiting to tune in on TNT or tune in on ESPN on Wednesday or Friday or Thursday and are expecting a big matchup and then seeing right. you know ads out again or something. And then right, right, maybe right. those are the people that are getting upset. Like for me, I was like, I don't know. I watched that Nick regular season. I don't know how you could have watched that season and thought that that was boring or that wasn't good basketball. Like that, those games were very competitive. The Knicks were not like, blowing teams out all night. Um, their players played a lot. It wasn't like they were resting guys all over the place. Like it was just like, I guess it's like this reality that people live in that this NBA regular season is like so terrible. It's like, I don't know. Like I, I watch baseball. I see guys take games off all the time. Like I don't. I don't know what the difference is. Like I mean, maybe you're not trying to be like baseball. Maybe that's the problem. But like, yeah. I, it, like I don't. I don't resonate with that. I guess because I'm not someone who's like, I if I don't get my Giannis versus Jokic match in November, like I'm gonna be really mad. Like, it, it, like I don't know. That doesn't like drive me crazy. There's like five other games on. I'm sure I could find someone good, or maybe the Knicks are playing. And, Whoever they're playing is probably going to be a good matchup because the Knicks aren't good enough to, like, run through teams. So even if they're playing a bad team, they'll probably be pretty competitive. They're playing a good team, they're good enough to compete. So, like, it's usually fine. I don't know. I, I, I don't resonate with this, like, hatred for the NBA regular season. I, 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 we're of the of like mind in that in that same respect, and again, back, circling back to the playing tournament, you know, like every right. game for the Knicks is important. All eighty two games are important. Next year, every game the Hawks play is going to be important. You know, all these all these teams kind of jumbled in the middle. Can the Bucks take some nights off? Can the Celtics? And you know, but really, the, the number of teams that are kind of you know the, the parity in the league. I think it's seven years in a row we've had it, you know seven different champions, you know, or non back to back champions, you know, like there's just I, I think is it's, it's good for the league i think it's trending in the right direction i think a lot of those narratives are from folks who don't watch a ton of basketball um listen do do star players probably take too many games off yes but you got to understand that there's there's uh, it's not just the players deciding hey i'm tired i gotta right it's the teams it's the teams it's it's the it's the 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 billionaire owners that employ 
uh, data analysts and medical staffs that tell them right. it's better to play a guy 65 games than 82. So please do this. And the players say, okay, you know, I, I, again, as, as we talked about during the season, the, the players have to do a better job from a PR standpoint of explaining yeah, that, yeah. Hey, you're not the ones, you know, saying that we never want to play it. There's a lot of other factors involved. And this will be the first year we have this 65 game cutoff rule. I believe it's 65 games yes, for these awards. Cool. Yep. So we'll see how that affects things. Like maybe yep. you'll see more guys playing because they do want to get these awards. Some of these awards mean more money for all NBA and things like that. Yep. So um, so that is a factor in this as well. What do you think about the Knicks draw? I mean, we have like we don't have a schedule yet, but we know, OK, these are the teams that Knicks will be playing in the tournament situation. You got, again, the, the Bucks, the Heat, the Wizards and the Hornets. Like my thought process was and actually shout out to Bart Winkler, who does a radio in Milwaukee and does radio CBS Sports Radio. He's, of course, a Bucks guy. We were kind of talking it through. I was wondering, like, if I'm a Nick fan, like, should I be happy I got the Bucks in this because maybe they won't take it as seriously? Or maybe I should be upset and maybe they'll take it more seriously because they're like, okay, we'll rest Giannis in the non-tournament games. But in these games we're playing for a group play, like, he's going to play and we're going to, like, go hard. Like, I was trying to figure out, like, did Nick's get a good draw? Getting like the the Bucks and the Heat, like two teams that you know are gonna like treat the regular season maybe not as seriously as like the Knicks will be, or do they get a, get a break? Uh, you know, like how did that work out? It's a good point. I hadn't thought of. I just assumed it was bad, but you do make a, a decent point where the Bucks might not place the same value on it as some other teams. But I think you know now that I'm you know since you mentioned it, my assumption is that Adam Silver won't put anything on paper and he won't, uh, you know, have any correspondence, but he will let teams know, do not sit your star players. <laughs> we're going to have these games on TNT and ESPN yeah. and we're going to promote them and we're going to hype them. Obviously, you know, the final four games, the championship games show up, but also the first round or whatever, you know, each yeah. game, um, make sure if you're sitting out Monday or Wednesday, choose the, the Wednesday, not the Monday of, a, of, of the cup game. So um, I will say that um, I just got an email uh, a little while ago, right before we hopped on um, from one of the um, gambling sites. I don't even know which one this is. This is uh, sports betting online. Uh, they list the NBA cup tournament champion odds. Um, so there are odds for this. Uh, that, is, that is wild to me, dude. Dude, there are uh, there are MV, MVP Cup tournament champion odds, MVP, <laughs> tournament, uh, and uh, yeah, the players, the teams, the the whole thing. Um, and I'll just t take a quick look. The Heat are eight yeah. to one, are actually ahead of the Bucks, which surprises me. Maybe that's assuming. Maybe that's what they're thinking. They're but, thinking that the Bucks, or maybe they're assuming Dame is uh, in Miami. Oh, now. that's true too. That's um, interesting. Would they would they think that? I wonder how that would translate to. I'm sure the finals odds, and I'm not going to be like take it real quick, but I'm sure the finals odds aren't like that, right? They are. They they um released for some reason the they there differences between the cup tournament odds and the and the finals odds. So the NBA championship odds um have the Nuggets. You know the regular season NBA champion, right. the typical Larry O'Brien Trophy. Um, Nuggets four to one, Celtics five to one, Suns six to one, Bucks seven to one, Heat nine to one, and then you got the Warriors and Lakers. Um, so Vegas thinks that the Heat will have a better chance to win the Cup. Correct. Than the Bucks. They got the, the, that's the interesting. Interesting. I'm not very interesting. The Cup tournament. Or they think that at least very think that people will pick the Heat to win more. True, true. And the and the Nuggets are not the favorites to win the cup tournament. The Celtics are maybe to your point, the Nuggets already won a championship. Won a championship, yeah. Mean. 
to win the, the you know, it's uh, the self. <laughs> I mean, this is interesting. I don't know how NBA fans don't look at this and say, I, this is at least interesting. I'm not saying it's the greatest thing in the world or that is as good as the NBA playoffs, but, like, this is a very interesting, like, exercise, I feel like. And it's going to be interesting to see it play out. Yeah, so the, so the Cup Tournament champions, um, uh, first Celtics, four to one nuggets, five to one heat third at eight to one warriors, 10 to one Lakers, 10 to one bucks, 10 to one Suns, 10 to one. So they put those teams, maybe the teams that haven't had recent success that want to establish themselves or the, yeah. you know, the, the veteran teams, you know, yada, yada, yada. Let me give you the, um, cup tournament MVP odds. Uh, Dame Lillard, number one, four to one. Um, <laughs> that's cr- he's number one. That's number crazy. One. I, my assumption is that that that's related to his trade to the Heat, and then he'll want to right. It has to it has to be. And yeah. then you got Jokic five to one, LeBron nine to one, Steph nine to one, Giannis eleven to one, and then KD and Booker twelve to one. Jokic is fourteen to one. So they they think they I mean they clearly think that Dame will get traded to Miami and then come on like game busters to start this season, which I mean I guess that is on the table. I mean he's a great player, of course. It's just it is. It is interesting to me that they weigh so much of a difference. It's a minor difference, but it's a difference in terms of like the Heat and their chances of winning a tournament as opposed to a playoff. And maybe it makes sense. I mean, the Heat, we've seen them get to the finals, but once they get to the finals playing a seven game series against teams with that talent, they've been unable right. to, of course, win. They feel like, you know, in a one game scenario with these teams, oh. Jimmy, but- Jimmy Butler and Spo making the adjustments, and now you got Dame Lillard. Now they feel like they have a much better chance. So, uh that this is interesting again i i'm a fan of it i'm excited about it um i can't wait to see how it shakes out i hope the knicks win it if they can like i i want them to win something and the I don't, i'm not huge. gonna did you see the trophy it's it's like five feet it's, tall yeah the trophy is gigantic yeah. uh the nba cup is the official Why name, did they name it the jordan cup or the kobe cup or something like that they should so that. that's a great question i'm glad you asked it so I guess it was – I don't think this was Joe Dumar. I think it was one of the other suits in the NBA offices. Forgive me for the person who said this. But they essentially said that they had did a long exercise when it came to naming not just the cup but right. also the tournament. Because the tournament is just named the in-season tournament. That's all the names. Right. But they then elected to not do it because they said that because this is so new, they kind of want this thing to kind of uh-huh. get legs before naming things. And then realizing, oh, well, maybe we should have named it something different, or maybe that, that something changes about the tournament. They also said, which was also interesting, we have partners who may be interested in, you know, what we uh, name this thing. So does this become the Sprite Challenge? Does this become oh, the Taco oh, Bell Challenge? It's the Kia uh, you know, tournament for a billion dollars. Right. It's become the Kia in-season tournament or whatever. So, so there was those two aspects. So the first aspect may be a little more understandable. Second yeah. one. A because little more, uh, you know, craving, craving capitalists. And it's the real reason, you know, let, let's be Right, honest. yeah, exactly. There's going to be an ad on that cup by uh, by 2025, you know. Yeah, I mean, we were just talking about the NBA 2K24 <laughs> Summer League. So, yep, yep, um, yep, yeah, yep. it would not surprise me if we were talking about, you know, again, an NBA 2K24 tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we'll see how this whole thing shakes out. But, uh, again, those games will take place. Uh, beginning in November, every Tuesday and Friday, so you'll know when these games are happening if you are really interested in the group stage game. And then the quarterfinals begin uh, first for weekend in uh, December. So, uh, or that was the weekend. It's December 4th, which is the Monday and Tuesday. Uh, and they'll, they'll finish out the rest of the week with that uh, in-season tournament. So, 